0: Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, here for the October magic, the horror magic, the infinite abyss of the October Mega Marathon magic. Joined, as always, on this journey by my friend, co-host, and guy with a crippling skin disease
1: alex dandino i actually have psoriasis so that makes sense
0: oh my god well little Andy's do- Andy's big hey, wait. so now we know the let me see if i can get the, the
1: sound head. right
0: <laughs> 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 it's kind of like a cat if you like slowly were entering I, it.
1: I have a story about that when we get to this part
0: <laughs> about entering a cat slowly jesus sage you heard it here 1st you're not gonna want to miss this episode sound all right effect. guys let's go it's official, we're crushing our way through the Texas Chainsaw Massacre here to open the franchise uh, segment of our October Mega Marathon. Today we are rebooting, but before we reboot, we gotta do some business. People, we're on Patreon, that's right, patreon.com slash Phil Pod. Guys, please help us support the show, please grow the show. We work hard for you, this helps us keep it going, grow it up. Mm -hmm. get it out Mm -hmm. all the good stuff uh your support does over there we have a lot of awesome supporters over there in fact this this month to get all 31 episodes and not a measly 28 free episodes you want to go to patreon.com slash film alchemist pod our patrons selected the horror movie exclusives they wanted for this month uh we also have a commentary over there feature length commentary we do every month you can get access to that if you don't think that 31 episodes is enough, we also have our Tales from the Griff miniseries that you can find over there and enjoy as well. Rewatch Tales from the Crypt between watching hundreds of horror movies. It's the greatest time of the year. So, again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemist pod. Please, 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 if you can, support the show over there. YouTube, Film Alchemist. Go watch us over there.
1: Those are things we do. The email
0: right? filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Yep. We're on all the socials, the 800 socials. We're not on
1: Blue Sky i'll say that
0: are we not i know i can't even keep track anymore we're not you also get to join us on discord if you're a patron we love it over there we have a great little community over there Nice. Uh, make sure you're leaving five star ratings and reviews everywhere also especially this month guys send an episode to a friend a movie loving especially a horror movie loving friend let them know that we're at the beginning stages of the horror mega marathon and let them jump in and join with us. You guys can find the schedule posted everywhere. Patrons, you know where it is. Uh everyone else, it's on the socials. If you can't find it, email the show, filmalchemistpot at gmail.com. We'll send you the graphic with all the social or all the schedule information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. good one this year, guys. You're gonna wanna be in on this.
1: Quality. You're gonna wanna be
0: in. <laughs> Five years ago, two fat fucks decided to talk about horror movies all month. Is it not not just a couple horror movies? Don't interrupt my police evidence, please. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was trying to do the. So while you were doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, clear the channel back to one. <laughs>
1: Everyone safe. Five back years to ago. One.
0: Back to one. Clear the channel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five years ago, two giant fat fucks decided they would talk about 31 horror movies every day in October, and their their fucking dumb bodies said that they would cover entire franchises, not in one episode, but every single entry, and here they go, finding themselves today talking about every single Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, we did food trucks, we did government conspiracies, we did Leatherface as jerking off Looney Tune we had enough it was the year uh 2003 it's
1: time for a reboot
0: we had already woodstock 99 there was angry young cargo shorted man energy yeah. overwhelming the culture a lot of limp biscuit you action could no lo- yeah you could no longer get away with these cutesy leather faces right the kim hinkle uh you know kind of wailing leather face trying on outfits this was not gonna work anymore the studios decided we needed to reboot So they took out all of the interesting, weird decisions that Texas Chainsaw had made and
1: replaced it with a bippy top.
0: Yeah. Or grimy,
1: (laughs) gritty, sweaty,
0: dust covered. Uh, Leatherface could have just slotted into the Royal Rumble. Just a fucking massive monstrosity. Right. Uh, You see the fucking salmonella on every surface in this movie. Let's put it that way. This is gross. This is grimy. It's not quite torture porn e but it adjacent. has the same it has the same visual palette. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a But this
0: one honestly I'm going to say I really like the reboot. The reboot does not capture a lot of the magic of what made the first one. And again, this is the common denominator of the Texas Chainsaw franchise. Is that they're all chasing that magic that made the first one what it is. And even if they do large segments of their movies better, or fix a thing here or there. They never capture the magic. So while this doesn't have the magic. This has the fucking bone crunching intensity. That I think a lot of people were excited to experience again. Uh, this this new trilogy essentially. Mm-hmm. That will end at Texas Chainsaw 3D. This is the pro wrestler versus insanely fucking hot children segment of the, the franchise. Uh-huh. Yeah. We get Arlie Emery coming out and just fucking doing his his awesome routine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there, There's just a lot I like in this reboot, right? Uh, Jessica Biel has obviously become iconic in her half a shirt. Where They're like, hey, what if on a super hot Texas day it just starts raining and then it's really cold and then it rains on her some more? It's like, all right, guys.
1: What's she wearing the whole burns, time? But. Bippy top and jeans. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah I'm in.
0: It's kind of like a wife beater, but we're going to tie it up in the front. Sorry, tank top. We don't say that anymore. But this is something I've had to learn because that's what it was called my whole life, and now it's not. And mm-hmm. I, I wear those now because I'm chubby, and it catches sweat. So it's mm-hmm. a nice thing to have. Also, you can tuck it in. So, like, if you're doing jumping jacks, you know, in the Starbucks, your fat doesn't <laughs> fall. That's never happened. Here there. Uh, guys, let's just start it off. Alex, opening thoughts on the Texas Chainsaw
1: Massacre. That's funny. This whole era of I'm Casey um, Kasem. Yeah, <laughs> I have a whole Casey Kasem story. By the way, that is like one of my one of my all time favorite. Not never produced SNL sketches was a Casey Kasem bit that uh, Bill Hader. Oh, the said, Bill Hader thing <laughs> might be one of the greatest. Like I was like the it's fact me. that that bombed is embarrassing. It's me,
0: Jimmy Kasem.
1: <laughs> it's me, <laughs> J C Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> Son, right, I would
0: not. We're not doing SNL on (laughs) author heads. So your thoughts on the chainsaw. So,
1: um, it's interesting because to me, this is an era of like movie making, like probably 2002 to 2008 where like anything that was sort of remade or made in the guise of like, a like all timer franchise like this. Let
0: me set the stage real quick. So this was the era where we see the rise of torture porn really big. Mm -hmm. This was like in a post hostile Saul world. Yeah. Uh, rebooting classic franchises, but with like real gritty tough like torture porn aesthetics mm-hmm. and the remakes of asian horror ghost stories yeah that was kind of this that's
1: era. sort of the era so to me the the term gritty is a misnomer in my opinion and i don't find the whatever grit there is to be found in this movie particularly because i liken it because marcus nespel directed this and he also did the um Friday the Thirteenth remake, also directed three of the C&C Music Factory music videos early in his career, as well as yeah. Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls. So,
0: if, love that. You know,
1: he's just. Oh, and I swear by All for One, also in his oeuvre.
0: Damn, I love that. I
1: swear, I swear. This guy's got. This I was. Guy's though, got it. I was way more All for hits.
0: One than Boys to Men myself. They had a track called "The Bomb." Oh, baby, you're oh, bomb. Is it because
1: they all wore so? Is because they all wore glasses? This was like a big thing. Like,
0: I- no, I'm not saying it was a. Vis- it was a. It was a purely on the on the notated music page. Nice. Where I okay, fair enough. That's good. See, neither here nor there.
1: Um, but here nor there. to me, this is the thing that I. Have a problem? Well, no,
0: there was like gritty seventies like indie movie, and it was because they weren't shooting with enough light and all that. All
1: the time. Well, this
0: this this, this for I a think Texas that's Chainsaw the problem, movie though. is so fucking polished. Like while yes. it looks awesome, and they art the depart they art department the hell out of it, it I mean looks it's polished. Like a set. It's, shot, it's all it's all sets and set pieces. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I think the concept of because I know what you're talking about. Like, but I think that's the. uh the further we get into the 2000s and stuff like that, especially once things get rebooted, is one of those things, because this movie... Okay, this movie is supposed to take place in 1973, because it is a reboot. And you're supposed to right. just get the story again, as it happened in 1973. Yeah. You could have said that this movie took place in 2003. I'm like, eh, that makes sense. I would Dude, not have been able of, to tell.
0: None of these people look like 70s... Like, people in the 70s... <laughs> were not like this. They didn't have these fucking you know incredible. L.A. fitness memberships, right? They didn't People... have
1: these incredible cheekbones or yeah, anything. If
0: you go, there's a great thing I used to follow. And it was teenagers in the '70s. I think it was called. And those dudes look like men already coming out. They're they already like fucking four thousand yeah. cigarettes in. I'm gonna and tell like, you the two th- no sunscreen <laughs> like
1: Eric Balfour and Jonathan Tucker who play. Uh, uh,
0: I had a tussle with Eric Balfour once. Yeah, I know.
1: Way. We've have we talked yeah. about that? I think we've talked about that on the show at least. I and mean, Eric
0: Balfour got gotten a little little pushy match at a bar.
1: Yeah, right so on Sunset Boulevard. Eric Balfour and Jonathan Tucker, who plays, um,
0: you think he saw me and he's like that guy's like Leatherface, I'm afraid he had I a think, flash, a PTSD. I think moment. he, I think
1: he saw you and he was like, oh wow, that guy was like, that guy looks like that guy who was in a movie that I wish I was in, but I'm not in. Um,
0: he probably, he, he saw Leatherface flashbacks.
1: Eric Balfour is just one of those guys who looks like he is from the 90s or the 2000s. So it's like yeah. really hard to place people. He he's, he's like
0: ridic He's like almost like cartoon. Because this is what I said. It's like this looks like the cast of a CW show, right?
1: Well, like J- Jonathan Tucker who plays Morgan, for instance. Jonathan Tucker is like famously before he like did movies like this. Because like later in his career, he started doing much more serious stuff where he was like a psychopath and a lot of stuff. Um, he sort of went the way Ben Foster did because Ben Foster started his career as like a plucky kid in like ABC shows and then went and did more serious drama. And he became like, you know, he's a really good, like utility character actor. Jonathan Tucker did the same thing where he started his career as like kind of the, the dorky kid. This is like him. So he's the dorky one in the van, but he just has this like wispy mustache that you're like, Oh, see seventies. I think that's the problem for me with the 2003 reboot of Texas Chainsaw massacre is everything is like pointing a finger. Look, see, it's the 70s. Look, it's the 70s. See, it's the 70s. See that thing right there? That makes yeah. it the 70s. We
0: like we like Skinnerd. Yeah. It's like come on, man.
1: Like they're like, "Oh man, they got to play, they got to play Freebird." I'm like, "I absolutely want to turn this off right now." These people are excited to go watch watch fucking Leonard Skinner play Freebird. I will turn First this fucking- off
0: first off no
1: i will everyone
0: tur- on earth that was the one leonard i was like
1: i will absolutely turn this Wait, movie
0: off <laughs> pause the fucking podcast right now or i'll turn it off you are fucking denigrating leonard skinnard as a band
1: i'm denigrating Freebird as a song that's what i'm denigrating
0: absolutely. how fucking dare you
1: boo pass this forever. is like
0: when wayne's world did the like no stairway joke and people use that to say stairway was not an absolute masterpiece uh Freebird is one of the greatest. Freebird songs
1: is absolutely not a masterpiece. Sorry. Just
0: now you're the fucking leatherface for pitchfork, you fucking turd. <laughs> I, I,
1: I'll tell you right now, I'll absolutely be leatherface for pitchfork if you overrated. <laughs> I, but neither here nor there. No, actually, but right. legitimately that's what I'm with the, the
0: super hot teens, I guess. But I'm that's a, what it but
1: fan. to me, that's like one of those things of like pointing look, it's from a different era. Look, they like Leonard skinner and they listen to it on an yes. A track. I'm like, Yes, I see that. Thank you. Um, it's
0: the great problem of the reboot. Yes, is it, that they're 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 trying to remake it, and they're like, we want to get it back to like the flesh. We well, want it to be realistic. It, we want not even realistic. But I'm gonna not, say they, they want you to feel it. This is it's the all thing, fucking facade,
1: right? But this is the thing but that the cares? reboot doesn't do, and this is the thing the reboot like misses from the very beginning for me. And it was like, I mean, last night, like I was watching it last night with like Andrea, and Andrea doesn't watch these a lot with me because she doesn't watch. October movies a lot with me, but she was watching it with me. And I was like, "See, so this is the problem right here is I've already checked out is the Texas chains. The first Texas chainsaw mask movie. There's that, there's that fucking card that just the crawl that gives you every, all the information you need to know. There's no visuals attached to it. You have no idea what's about to come. And that was, that is like the hallmark. And like, that's the, right. like, that's the thing that makes it scary is when you just see what? words, the Whoa, problem is crazy
0: is that this is the fifth time we're doing it right Hang on. I'm not done. You do not have that that sleeper agent. Right. Ability. So
1: before you cut me off, though, this is what I'm getting at. That's oh, the here benefit. here we go. That's the favorite
0: sucks Don't step on Diva Dino's toe. Here we go. That's the benefit a, of the first one. It's the October because you us. don't know
1: what's coming. And like we've talked about every single day this week, however we've scheduled this at yeah. this point. Time
0: is a flat circle as we learned in part 4.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But like we normally get movies from this from this series like subsequently we have no idea what's about to happen. Like we get movies go that are weird just bizarre. That's fine. I don't give a shit about that. That's cool. Like do that. The reboot which is supposed to be sort of an identical story to, pretty much an identical story of the original. It right. starts with these visual motifs, which is basically like police footage and that kind of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: From the jump for me, that is just like, it's automatically, I don't need, like, it's a reboot. I know what I'm expecting. I know I'm going to see Leatherface. and I'm going to see some carnage. I get it. I think that's, like, showing your – for me, it was showing the hand up front. It did not work. And automatically, I was kind of yeah. like, I'm not sure I'm into this.
0: I I, I don't feel that way, because pers- to me, they're showing you that this one – because famously, Texas Chainsaw is not a very gory movie. Everyone what? thinks it's insanely gory, but almost never does it show us the no, brutal, like, aftermath. Yeah, because there was a lot of beautiful filmmaking in that you see the hook, you see the back, you see her down. You don't see the hook driving into her back, right? You don't see Franklin's, you know, guts exploding everywhere, whatever, close up on the chainsaw. Mm -hmm. This one's letting us know it's going to be a little dirtier, more salmonella, right? Bring your fucking bacterial wipes. This is going to be a gross movie. (laughs) They're setting it up with the flavor because, again— they can't fucking do the leather face surprise reveal right so they're showing us what it's going to look like and i actually think like if you watch the opening of the movie mm-hmm. this hitchhiker scene is way better than the original hitchhiker scene well yeah it's just awesome mm-hmm. so her having they you know they're fighting about the whole thing with like they're gonna bring back like 20 pounds of weed is pretty stupid or two pounds of weed yeah that Sorry, one not i was 20, like 20 like 20 pounds of weed is a fucking two pounds of weed i think
1: it's one of those funny things that now it just hasn't aged well because it's just like, who gives a shit anymore? Because <laughs> that, that yeah, like, that's my sure. first point. That was my first thing. It was like, who gives a shit about them bringing weed back from Mexico? And I was like, oh, it's 2003. It's still like a bad thing. Got it.
0: Oh, but, if you did that right now today, that's like federal crime, right? So it's weed.
1: Like, it's also yeah, one of well, those things. Now that, you
0: want to go to Mexico. You just go to any right, of the states You just go have it, but literally
1: down the street to a dispensary. If you cross
0: the border, that's a federal crime. So they're not right. geniuses anyway. Right uh right they're kind of annoying but then it's they, sort they of this weird this like subplot that they're never fighting manifests. right yeah it, it's the only thing that gives arlie emery a reason to be crazy but we're like that scene before where he's playing with the body we've already tapped that veil
1: clearly crazy
0: um but yeah so they pick this girl up she's fucking she looks like a survivor of leatherface something that we recognize from the first one right mm-hmm. that now she's the last girl who's looking to get in a car and she starts having a panic attack, right? You're going the wrong way. I won't go back there. Right, right. There's blood on her leg. She pulls a gun out of her vagina.
1: Which is definitely an esthetic you They're all gonna seen. die,
0: blam. And then they do this amazing My Favorite
1: shot in the movie. Through the mannequin head. So she cool. She
0: blows the back of her head off and the camera goes through the back of her head and her head tilts back. Yep. They're awesome. letting us know. They're like, this awesome. it it that captures I was like, all right, if this is the fucking movie, these kind of twists on the original really because that that shot right that shot's a great microcosm that that is an artistic choice you're making that is telling us that this movie is going to be facade and carnival trick there's no one who does that (laughs) on any like artistic level like i am within the mind of someone who was at a point where they broke and hurt themselves that's that's goofy it's a fucking goofball shot that pulls us out of the experience and and reminds us we're at a haunted house, right? But we love it. We're horror fans. We know what we're here for. You're not going to subvert us. So that shot is a nice. Oh, this is a little different. It's mm-hmm. more than just throwing entrails on the back window. Yeah. And I think when the movie's doing stuff like that, that's where it finds its. Sweet I agree. Spot.
1: I think those those kinds of things. This is what it's doing, like akin to the Breakfast Club poster. Of yeah. its own making, which is, yeah, when you're doing stuff like that, more in the vein of like what filmmaking is at that time. Like, I think this is the kind of this is the kind of hard part about the Texas Chainsaw Mass. Because you're right, like everything is just in the shadow of that first one because it is just this phenomenal shift in filmmaking for the genre overall. Like, and it's undisputed; it's unmatched. Like, you can't do it, and like every subsequent sequel has that problem of just like what do you think daddy no. not good enough so but there are people We're like watching. darcy the
0: male girl says this is her favorite like there is a there's a contingent of texas chainsaw fans this I mean, is how they like to watch this, that movie. it's
1: fine to like this movie i don't think that's a bad thing and again it has like its charms i think
0: if this isn't the second best texas chainsaw it's third like it's right in the top of the group sure. i would say i
1: think in i think for me I just, and I can tell, like, for me, the thing that is always just going to knock it down a peg is I just, that aesthetic of trying to, like, it's the art direction of this. Like, it's, everything is placed where it's placed. Like, it's weird for weird. There's a lot of things in here that make you think that it's weird on purpose. And for well, me, yeah, a lot a of the time like,
0: film is never going to capture that yeah, independent like nature of the
1: Dimension film. Dimension films, Platinum Dunes producing this is like, I get it. Yes, there's a lot of money behind it. It looks
0: exactly like all of those. Yeah. Yes. So they all have
1: this like very specific <laughs> veneer over it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but also does like like you were saying, like that specific shot which takes you out of it and tells you you're on like a haunted house thing. Same thing for the aesthetic overall, of like how it's shot, how it looks is I'm constantly kind of like taken out of like, got it. it's definitely 2003. Not just because these whites look very handsome, but also because I have to just like I have to like try to pull out what I'm expecting from like 73 Texas, which is supposed to be dirt and grime. And it's like, yes, there's dirt and grime, but it's very specifically placed and it's very specifically art directed right on top of that thing over there. Not a bad right. thing, just a very hard thing to overcome in my brain personally.
0: Right, but every sequel has had that for the most part, right? They've never again captured that. I mean, they all real look, independent vibe. for me
1: up to this point. They all look trashy in their own way, which is fine. Like I don't have a problem with that. It's well, this two, has yeah that two's studio like of a vanity.
0: cartoon, so it has this like goofy layer on it. Yeah. Three was like the first, like oh, this has like a real studio shooting vibe. And then part four was trashy in what it was showing. But it part showed everything has pretty this, crystal like made,
1: clear. Part four has like a like shot in the nineties look. Like I think this is like a really important yeah. thing. Like again, Texas chainsaws never like had to stick with an aesthetic. It's just shifted with the times and because right. it has to, and that's fine. I don't have a problem but, with that at all.
0: Like there are things, right? Like in a prime example, they're at the gas station. She knows how to pick locks in Hotwire's car because she had brothers and was in juvie. All right. Fair enough. Cool. Even the toilets in this movie have to look like a crime scene, right? Like that outhouse (laughs) is like you smell it immediately. Get it. So even though you're like, that is a prop toilet. Of course. There's no authenticity in it. Yeah. Again, this movie is reminding us from the moment that head gets blown out shot. Right? Even the police footage doesn't look like real authenticity. That's a
1: good word for it. That's what it is. They don't
0: need authenticity. They're reminding us you're in the haunted. Like when I go into, like my hometown had this famous thing, the Pythian house, right? Mm -hmm. It was this old Victorian mansion that every year would become this insanely popular haunted house. You'd wait like hours to get into it. Nothing in that house had any authenticity. Right. Right? You'd like hear the fucking, you know, divorced uncle down the road fucking having like a heart attack before he came out to scare he wasn't able to catch his breath in time but the anticipation of what they were doing and us willingly buying in that's Mm -hmm. why these things work absolutely and again i think the movie does a good job of letting us know that tonal shift so like when we see leatherface for the first time they're not going to get us again with that you know Opening the door, slamming the door, the immediate thud. Yeah. He cracks Eric Balfour with the hammer. Awesome. Drags him in. Yep. And we're like, so it's not. It's they, they They change our perception a hair of where it happens. Mm-hmm. We see him dragging, but you see big, hulking guy. You see some of the mask, and now he's got Robert Smith hair, and you're like, all right. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. I'm into that. Like, that that's fine. It's close enough. But then we take Balfour down in the basement we immediately see him getting into the mask and like when he startles them in the van mm-hmm. and he's wearing the Eric Balfour mask. Awesome. Yeah. Like that's a great fucking addition that he immediately is wearing the mask of one of the victims friends. So that now there is this extra yeah. layer of there's what an extra he's game doing. To play. Yeah. Cause either. Yeah. He thinks that will draw them closer or he's rubbing their face in the car. Like there's something extra going on. So that those kind of moments are fucking awesome. Like, does the hillbilly grandson with the worst prosthetic teeth do anything for me? No. No, because he was the kid from The Ring. And I'm like, why are his teeth like that? <laughs> why are his teeth... Like, they do that exact scene in A Christmas Story, right? Yeah. They put those things in, and it's like, <laughs> look at my teeth. I was like, why did they make those his teeth? Yeah. But he still sounds like he's, like, reading them hillbilly shit from an encyclopedia. It's like, that kid didn't work at all. Right. But... Arlie Emery rolling up and saying, mm, what you all been doing with this corpse? And grabbing you tits you put and Arlie touching wet in spots?" pretty
1: much anything.
0: Arlie crushed. crushes. Perfect. Whatever they did to his eyebrows, that worked for me too. That could have been all. He had those Bobby Knight, like, I don't have time to handle my eyebrows thing. Don't
1: you hope that's just him? I did.
0: <laughs> I would bet 90% they were not fucking adding eye- eyebrow extensions. I'm guessing that's not a market. What
1: the hell are you doing?
0: I think that's just, yeah, old man who's like, he fucking took my country, and his eyebrows are just rebelling. <laughs> his eyebrows are their own little insurrectionists. Right, right? yeah, yeah <laughs> They're just for going sure. Going wherever they want. I won't be controlled.
1: Yeah. They were definitely in January sixth yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna drop my kid off at school with all these simplified stickers. I'll not be a <sighs> part of your your socialist system while I drop my kid. Neither. No, 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 no. We don't need to do all that. But him oh. walking in right Invincing and him kind impression. of defiling the corpse. Mm-hmm. Right, but he still has this like. And this is something I think the movie does really well, too, is he has he's a law officer now. Right. Not just a guy who's like a barbecue shack connoisseur. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so.
0: So there's this extra cool reinforcing of he represents a power structure and that there's this cool moment in the film where the kids don't realize that they've entered a world that doesn't have rules. Right. And so there's kind of a fun give or take with that when he's like wrapping that woman's head in saran wrap. And they're, like, moving her to the trunk. Like, that's a really good horror movie scene. It's it's repulsive, but it makes sense. You're like, yeah, if I was there, I'd do what the cop said because I've got fucking weed in the car. And there, there's something about yeah. the degradation of the body. Because this movie essentially strips cannibalism all the way out of the movie. Yeah. But there still is this, like, lack of respect for the flesh. I don't know. Like, like that scene to me, you get a handful of those scenes. Yeah, yeah. Y-
1: I think there's like five. And Leatherface spots. works. There's like good stuff in this one. I, th- I think there's like five or six spots in this movie that work. I think for me overall, it's sort of just. And it could be. <laughs> we've been doing this for five years now. Perhaps I am just desensitized at this point of watching these back to back where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Great. Thank you. But.
0: Well, the Texas Chain Cells, too, don't do a great job of adding like mythology or building no, upon each I, other so I, it's almost like you're constantly resetting into the same movie
1: cuz i remember the first time like i remember seeing this in the theaters when i was see I was probably, oh me
0: and my friends fucking loved this when we came out of the
1: i can't remember i can't remember how, I can't remember how old, if I was, this was 2003 i mean i guess i was i was i like went a so-
0: sophomore at ball state so you were probably like senior yeah, in so I was like school. a senior,
1: like a junior senior in high school. So like it was one of those yeah. things where I remember going to the theater to see this with a friend because this was again not my vibe, but yeah, everyone wanted to go see Texas Chainsaw. I'm like, All right, I'll go see Texas Chainsaw. It was Man's
0: our story. chance to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in
1: theater. And so. I remember, I remember being scared because again, it just wasn't my vibe at that point. Watching yeah. it now. Again, it is just one of those things that's really hard to yeah. like, extrapolate out that veneer of 2003 filming, but it, it was... Has
0: not, uh, it has not aged.
1: It's just the way that it's well, shot. It's not It's a not bad even thing. that it's,
0: it's aged poorly. Like I can't watch it anymore. I don't think it's aged
1: poorly at all. It's the thing just is,
0: I left the theater and vibe. fucking loved it. I think yeah. I've aged poorly, clearly, as you can see. If you're on YouTube, Film Alchemist, um, you can see how poorly we're aging. Teenage Griff fucking loved this. I was mm-hmm. like this is a fucking rock. I still think it's one of the better reboots of the like major franchises that have rebooted. I really like this one.
1: Yeah. There
0: to me the the thing that I would say like if there's something that doesn't work in the movie, right? It is I actually wrote a note that I know you specifically will appreciate. Do you remember the Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman? I do and that movie had a weird kink which was every character would swing in on ropes yeah there's like 55 unnecessary ropes i said this uh van helsing is to ropes what the texas chainsaw massacre is to unnecessary sparks flying right (laughs) That this movie loves for him to chainsaw things that are not made of wood and flesh. Yes. So that sparks go flying everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, it gave me this Van Helsingy feeling. So it's like there that is... and then the long bit at the end where Jessica Beale's running and she's like, she's in the meat packing plant. Yeah. And she's inside of a torso of a cow. And I'm like, that's awesome. Very You're cool. clearly trying to show like the tits and like the freezing air to get us all whatever. But I was like, all right, if he attacks, he starts randomly cutting cows or something. No, he just presses a button, and then she runs again, and she runs again, and she – like, the running does nothing for me in this, right? Yeah. The segments, though, where you're with the new Sawyer family, you're with the big-ass giant – like, the Leatherface's basement in this is fucking –
1: Pretty cool. Horrifying.
0: Oh, it's – because this thing they're not cannibals now now it's like a weird museum. they're just
1: like weird fetish people like it's like just,
0: that weird museum yeah on yeah, sunset just like, where it's like do you want to see like a baby with two heads like, yeah it's baby. like this
1: weird like homunculus museum where they just keep like that and then the i'll tell you what my favorite He's really is really just
0: trying shit out yeah
1: my favorite is um when she finally so when she gets thrown down there by leatherface and because she finds mike vogel's character uh, yeah. Strung Oh Dude, how about him
0: getting his leg chopped off awesome. amongst the flowing <laughs> fucking, white curtains?
1: That is actually one of my that favorite. That seems awesome. That might be my favorite, like, visual motif is, like, amongst the sheets. Well, that it's is
0: also because cool. I was like, how many fucking sheets do they have? So it gives it, like, this ethereal surreal like are we in like a his mind because he's so scared it's just cool and then the so, blood on the shit that scene is awesome
1: So my favorite like little visual tick though that they have in the basement because again that basement is a fucking horror show is the, the fingers in the clarinet case it was like that is fucking rad dude there's nothing that's, cooler that's than when that the
0: extra here. art department is like yeah this is not realism this is that's fun. the
1: that's when the art department you're like yeah. who has the best little like it was like a competition right. between all the props people
0: Right, because this is how I distinguish the 2000s, right? Like, some of the Saw movies were not fun, right? Hostel got to the point where it's like, it's fun if you find fun in, like, just, it's almost like a roller coaster fun, right? Like, we're going to try to make you puke. Do you think that's fun? This one, while it has the visuals of a torture porn genre film, it's not. It's fun in a traditional haunted house monster movie way. Like that scene, the scene that's like the closest that would make everyone be like, "This is torture porny, Is when he's on the meat hook, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'll lift your one leg," and he's like, "Fucking stop!" She's like, "Do a CrossFit pull up," and like hump your way off the hook. And when he sags back on the hook, mm-hmm. it's oh man, like that to this day. Like I, every time I watch this movie, I like am remembering that scene. I'm I like, oh god, that, I don't want to see that. That
1: see. and when Leatherface salts his wound, I'm like, that is fucking gnarly,
0: but awesome. But, but very awesome. cool. So that's a, I, I see. I love a lot of that shit. Dude. That's about that, as torture what, porny as I am willing to let's go. Let's stop here and just do it. What did you think of Leatherface? This version of Leatherface.
1: Okay, so this is Andrew Br- Brniarski, who I only know from uh, not just the pro. So the program is probably the thing he's most famous for, but I remember him best from uh, any given Sunday. Um, he's great. Like, Great Leatherface, I, th- I think he's awesome. Honestly, yeah. like he is, like not wailing, which is probably the only thing you need to do to improve upon the last one, because that was just got a little obnoxious. There,
0: there was a chance they could have fucking pulled that off, dude.
1: There was, but it, they didn't. Oh, uh, but but you know, like yeah,
0: they, I mean, they didn't. They didn't. And <laughs> they if didn't you like him in all. this movie, What's I that? think I can make a case. The next movie, Text Chainsaw Massacre: New Beginnings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's back as Leatherface.
1: He's I it's a he's weird one. He's
0: so fucking good in the next movie.
1: I just think he's I just like think that he's
0: might great. be my favorite leather face in the series. But like,
1: I like the leather face that is like built like a brick shit house. That's just like,
0: oh, dude, he's huge. Because this is the thing at this time. We already had had Kane versus The Undertaker, which is, like, one of the seminal things of my childhood. Oh, yeah, Was that wrestling storytelling. I was like, this is the greatest thing of my life.
1: It was awesome. It was
0: giant horror movie monsters fighting each other, right? He's in that vibe, right? Like, he could have come out at the end of that story, and it's like, it's their long-lost cousin, Thomas Hewitt. Makes total
1: sense. Great. And
0: you'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. He looks exactly like he should be in that ring with those behemoths. Yeah. I, I don't mind at all giant leather face right i don't know again it's it's another version of facade right where the first guy's just like a, a normal like big hefty boy right Gunnar hansen mm-hmm. he's just a big normal hefty boy now we're getting to where like even Leatherface is like full of facade because he's fucking humongous yeah. i like but like, i'll tell you this there's a fucking scene in the movie and i was like i fucking love that scene i love when he's working hard making his fucking like his toe collection like their pet rocks you buy at a hippie festival <laughs> yeah. or whatever making his balfour mask he peels his mask off yeah and he's just kind of this sweaty you know scraggly haired guy who has no nose and it's not like the thing pushes in like it's a monster reveal yeah he just sits there and kind of looks up at the small little beam of light the shaft of light from the the basement window and he just does a like, he can breathe again because he has his mask off, right? Yeah. It's such a small moment, and maybe I'm desperately looking for something to, like, film school about, but I, I found a lot of pathos in that
1: moment. I think if you find a I think for— He's
0: a to, guy who's just doing his work.
1: Right. I think for it to get 30 years later, it's okay to improve upon the Leatherface, especially after the last one. And give him a little pathos because the last one was cool where part we did four, this. If
0: he had had moments like that, yeah. part four's Leatherface could have been the best.
1: Rather than just putting lipstick, this is on, a real one. This one yeah. was like again, I like I like that a lot. Like I, I thought it was great. I think it's cool, man. It's a cool visual yeah. motif. Again, like everything in this movie does something right. It's just a two thousand three movie, so eventually you're like, I get it. But I really do like like I, I love this Leatherface. Like he's fucking awesome this this is one of the best Leatherface yeah (laughs) Yeah. he's he's
0: fucking great as Leatherface like even the scene right so the little fucking chompers right whatever the fucking grandkids name is chompers he's trying to free Jessica Biel and them right and they're running they're running they're running when Leatherface goes to get them as the stairs are breaking he doesn't even for half a second touch the grandson acknowledge the grandson threaten him Because the kid's like, go, leave me. So that's another moment where the movie tells us that kid feels no fear from one of the scariest looking people we've ever seen in a movie. Right. Right? So there's some kind of Uncle Leatherface is a good guy. Uncle Leather, right? He just, you know, he's got this problem. You know, like we'd say about like when your uncle who gambles too much comes to Thanksgiving and your dad's like, I know he's going to ask me for 100 bucks. I know it. I know it. Uh that's who Leatherface is to that kid, and that is just one of those choices that adds to what you're doing, even on a small level. It adds to leatherface's mythos. right, Absolutely. and then from there from there we get into the kind of like he's breaking through the wall to get Jessica Beale, he's hanging the nerd on the chandelier and cutting him balls up, which was great, awesome fucking
1: love that awesome,
0: but you're like then we get into a little bit more of him kind of like running around shit like once he's like chasing, and it's like all right once
1: he's not dominating like once it's just becoming this like hide and seek thing that yeah like that whole sequence i just like i don't
0: well it also kind of misses like the coolest thing is like we want them to stay closer to the sawyer house yeah well and i also think like mirror of a real life yeah i also
1: think the house like the family and all that stuff is a mistake like
0: I think most because like you can't Arlie capture Ermie lightning. Awesome. You can't
1: capture lightning in a bottle twice. I get it. Like I, didn't, no, 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 I don't no. think anyone was yeah, expecting the, the, that. The, Arlie the, the, a great the, addition.
0: The uncle and the aunt who live in the house or the mom—they're terrible. Yeah, no. like they—they they offer nothing well, in like, this movie other than like you bitch. That <laughs> thing,
1: the whole concept of like this—is something I did not like actually because this is that like. I don't think, I don't really like the torture porn stuff. Like, it doesn't really do much for me. This is, like, mentally torture, like, a mental torture porn aesthetic of, like, this, that, one, the girl who blows her brains out in the beginning. They come to the, like, Jessica Biel's character comes to the conclusion this baby that they're, is this baby that they find is, like, her baby. And they basically okay. took the baby.
0: So that trailer, I was going to say, that's where they fucking crushed on casting.
1: The mom? The lady?
0: The the big lady and yeah. the little uh, Rosemary's not baby. Yeah, right? yeah. Whatever yeah. those two are. No, no, they were Gosh. great. They were awesome. Pitch perfect. She gets to that trailer and they have some lines I love where it's like, oh, that sweet boy, he knows not to come around here and mess around. Yeah. And so then you're like, oh, fuck. Like. It's
1: weird. It's, it's Other face good. is
0: a sweet boy. Are they in on it? You know she shouldn't be drinking the tea,
1: mm-hmm. but when
0: she's like, "That's that ain't your baby, it is my baby." It's like B- baby Billy from right. I'm your daddy. You ain't my fucking ain't daddy. Boy. Fucking I'm your daddy. daddy. Hush. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't my fucking daddy. I think. Uh, but it's that scene is awesome because awesome again, scene. you feel like you know there's no respite. For Jessica Biel, right? They do the classic, she runs out to the highway and a car goes around her, right? Uh-huh. This is not going to be like part one where a trucker is going to stop and do battle for you. Even when the trucker eventually does stop, he goes, hey, this is insane. I'm not getting overtime and pushes her out of the Forget car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of the cab. I got a fucking normal life. I don't want any part of this. So when she goes to that trailer, we know that no good is going to happen. But the, the scene work, the scene building of that, I really liked it's visually like this nice little lost in the fifties kind of trailer. They do the thing where like everyone in this movie, anytime they show a fridge or an appliance, it's like appalling. That can yeah. of beans is like horrifying equally as scary as Leatherface or whoever designed those prosthetic teeth. Yep. Um, but I love that scene. It's this little respite where we're paused. We're not doing Leatherface running and screaming with a chainsaw, but we know there's still as much it's danger. A, it's a good it's scene.
1: Awesome. My only problem is... And then you,
0: Yeah, the hard cut is like uh, uh, Arlie Ermy just fucking dumping bear on her.
1: Hey, what's up? You're what's back with me. And we're like, wake no! up. Uh, <laughs> man. That's bigger- not what I want to wake up to. I think my bigger problem, though, is the... Uh, I don't think the kid thing adds a whole lot. Like, there is no additional hint of danger other than just like... It's like a hat on a hat. Like, it does not it work.
0: It adds one thing, which we've been debating in the franchise... Which is, how are they getting more Sawyers? I know she says something about them fucking each other as cousins, right? And he's like, you bitch. Yeah. You goddamn bitch. How dare you impugn our our life that clearly has no fucking cracks in it? How dare you? We don't have a glass house. This is a perfect life. What are you talking about? Right. Because she says something. She's like, do you just fuck your cousins you like? And he's like, you goddamn bitch. And he's freaking the fuck out. I was like, come on, dude. That's everyone's first question. Everyone (laughs) who comes to visit you, every pizza delivery guy's like, you guys fucking I, you
1: guys. I know you, what's going on yeah.
0: here. How I'm, comes you're all the same age, but one of you's mama and one of you's not? What's happening? What's here?
1: going
0: on? Come on. Come admit on. it. Yeah, be real. I know it's not. There are three things you don't talk about at dinner. Politics, religion, and who fucks whose cousin. Who fucks whose cousin. I get cousin. it. I get the societal rules, but you I guys understand. said the societal rules stopped at the property line.
1: Here's your extra you large, large ham that. and pineapple. Yeah. Just tell yeah. me the truth. You
0: know, yeah, you fuck your cousins and then put pictures of them in jars full of water. You're doing this. You you ask the questions. You laid it out like it's an escape room. I have to ask the question. You don't, what you am I supposed that? to do?
1: Just sit here and not ask the question? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's you... the movie we need. We need we need the movie about the pizza guy we dropping off yeah, pizza need, to the Sawyer House. We need fucking
0: Hillbilly Tim Curry to walk in and just expound theories <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> we need him to bundle the shit out of the end of this. Yeah. But it's good. I love those people in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other family, Mm, but all right, so if you've got three awesome Sawyer family members and then the grandson fucking sucks, the grandson's like the Jar Jar Binks of this movie, (laughs) right? Sure. The Jar Jar Moller of this movie, he's fucking trash. Like just a terrible, terrible casting, terrible prosthetics, terrible story device. Uh, like why would they, neither here nor there, not important, right? I just
1: think inserting Uh, children into the story is the mom and the mom
0: and uncle melvin or whatever they Mm -hmm. they offer nothing to the movie they're fucking zeros not even like they're bad they just don't do anything they have no value to the film whatsoever but then you get you know the ladies in the trailer leatherface and uh ermie and you're like all right good deal that's over half i'll take that right and so I think that's the problem is like, then it just starts to descend. We kind of get away from the madness of in the house. We do a lot of running. A lot of once we get out of the house,
1: you're just like, wait, the movie's Mm -hmm. not over yet. I actually remember pausing and be like, this has got to be it. Right. Like she like cuts his arm off and that's the end of the story. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God, there's 20 more minutes of this movie. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, what is happening?
1: I was like, what else do we have? What we, we let's see, we have chainsaws. There's been a massacre. We're in Texas. I think we've covered everything. What else could possibly be left in this film? And
0: what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what yeah, it's the uh, fuck else
1: do we have to talk about? It's
0: they do a thing where it's like she steals the baby back. You know, she runs over Arlie. Er- that's a pretty good scene, right? Where there's like the that's cool. She's but- a, she's in a different car, not the semi.
1: Yeah, I mean, all right, backing over Arlie Ermy like four yeah. times, I'm like, dude, I would have gotten the we fuck We see out the of
0: nightmare there. of how parents used to drive us around in that
1: era. With nothing?
0: Yeah, no car seat. Like, if you hit the brakes too hard, that kid's neck is snapped in Yeah, and that dead. kid like, is in the front, the the that kid's in the front seat
1: better. with no seatbelt, like, sitting in a Sideways? blanket. I'm like, yeah. that kid seems unsafe. Yeah. Being Can we honest.
0: turn that kid to camera? Uh, no, every parent's going to fucking freak out in the audience. No, turn him to camera. Turn him to camera, please. Jesus, H. All right. Oh, all right,
1: right. All right yeah. I guess that's... fine. That's, if you want to uh, be
0: mopping up popcorn vomit, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to tell you how to do anything, Listen, man. all um, we've had a
1: Crafty all day is, you know, yeah. granola bars. But oh, sure, well, we whatever. get that
0: one last... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't even have chocolate chips. they were just oats. They're Who just oats, them? but... but yeah. No, they had the uh, one last leather face where he, like, drags the chainsaw in the car when he does that, she does whatever maneuver she does, that baby's neck snaps God, is dead
1: Dead. There's and no then question. She
0: has a throwback to where Balfour's like, She's dead, baby. It doesn't matter what we do. Where she slowly rolls that little circle seat out of the car. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Balfour now, too. Leatherface was Balfour, and I'm Balfour. Oh, no. Flesh and spirit made Good one. God. I'm Leatherface. You that's, were really that's pulled
1: was, this one. Nice. That's, that's what I was writing done. in my head. I'm Love just him. glad we got. We I'm did, just we did did glad we cool got one more chainsaw. Ring, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah,
0: one more Van Helsing style spark showers, <laughs> Yeah, loved it. Uh, but yeah, then we end with the cops back. Right?
1: Okay. What the? And fuck?
0: And then <laughs> the the images, the frozen images, as you imagine like America seeing like Geraldo doing. And this is the last. Known <laughs> and this image is the last time, time anyone That's saw awesome. me open
1: anything. We did uncovered.
0: actually forget a gigantic thing the movie did. What? Which is, she fucking cuts Leatherface's arm off. Yeah. We totally glossed over the fact that she just chops well, his arm off. Because
1: he's... Okay, th- I'll tell you why. This is why. Because... Because
0: also, we never see a fucking hook-handed Leatherface again.
1: Because he she, like, chops his arm off, and he still is able to come out and Van Helsing the fucking, the fucking <laughs> car. Like, he's fine. He'll be fine. It'll grow back.
0: <laughs> Did Frankenstein <laughs> lose an art? Is this just Van Helsing? Is this just white trash Van Helsing? Well, you're just
1: sitting there, and you're like... It'll I felt that. like Van funny.
0: Helsing was white trash Van Helsing because you only would find it at Walmart bins now.
1: <laughs> so is
0: this is this a a trucker hat on top of a MAGA hat? Are we yeah. already? Are we doing I think much?
1: it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a. Jessica Van Biel- Helsing
0: ca- is the John Deere, where it's like a respectable. White trash hat. I
1: think it's a. I think it's a Jessica beale cowboy hat on top of oh, nice. a Van Helsing stunt well, no, no, no. Hat.
0: Let's call that what it is. That's a Brett Michaels cowboy. Oh, hat thank you. On Rock. I think. Of Love. I think there's
1: the. <laughs> I think the bottom. So, if we're doing a hat on a hat analogy, it's the Brett Michaels hat, and then on top of that is the Van Helsing stunt team hat, and that's that's your movie right there.
0: Yeah, that makes I,
1: sense. The so. I, I do like, you know, the frame flicker at the end. That's pretty cool. However, if this is like discovered footage and they're like, no one's caught him yet. I'm like, how did they not Waco this house? Like fucking the entire s- Texas SWAT for team. sure.
0: Once the cops realize that cops have been killed. Come on. For sure. They're breaking every constitutional protection <laughs> known to man. After You're it.
1: telling me they wouldn't. This day- house is destroyed. Yeah, this would be yeah. like, they would have been like, remember David Koresh? Let's just make this ten times worse. Like, yeah. All right, cool. That's the end of it.
0: No, no, no. That's one thing the cops do not tolerate. <laughs> that's one thing the, the cops are not tolerating
1: cops. in yeah. Texas is, whoa, two cops got Especially murdered? Especially Texas these cops. Out.
0: Yeah. No way, dude. They're all. They like hear a bat signal. They're all on their fucking yeah. horses and dune buggies right now.
1: You're telling me like no one ever found these cops again. I was like, cool. Why is yeah. the house still standing? How and is there the any six possibility? Foot
0: ten one armed face sunk into the. How the is there Texas any background? possibility
1: Wait, that this case remains unsolved given the two police officers <laughs> were murdered in the process of investigating it? <laughs> uh everyone knows what I want to say here, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
0: We all we all know what happened. We, we,
1: we all know what's gonna happen. We all know what's going on.
0: Let's just say he was putting on Eric Belfour mask. We all know how he got away. We all know it was fine. We could just we'll, we, we'll leave it out there. We'll yeah. just leave
1: it there. We all know. It's, yeah, it's this this is
0: like you know they don't remind us they're cannibals. We just know. You don't have to tell me that Freddy Krueger fucked kids. I know. Yeah. I Again, know. it's a hat on a hat. Again, it's it's. Well made, <laughs> Leatherface fucking rules. The cast is super hot. Some of the family's really good. This movie, this is how I judge most Texas Chainsaw Massacres, is is there just more shit I like than shit that I don't? Yeah, that's that's a and good this way. This one judge it. passes that test by a yeah. lot, right? Like two and four, I'm not always sure that that equation's good. Part three, Leatherface in this. There's more that I like than I don't. And again, I think this is probably the second best movie in the franchise.
1: It does a good job of not... I'll have
0: to do my rankings and see where I actually yeah. think it all lands. But it's definitely in the top couple Texas Chainsaw. It does
1: ones. a good job of not trying to reinvent the wheel or do anything that is going to be like, Oh, you know what? be You know what? I want to take this classic piece of cinema. I bet I can do it better. Like, it's just, we're going to reboot this and then, you know... There's right. some stuff we're going to have to change because it's is the same
0: right? Cool. Is Yeah, it's the same as going to Halloween Horror Nights yeah. version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: That's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. and we all love
0: that. We'd That's all fine. sign up to buy that ticket
1: for oh, sure. Yeah. Who wouldn't go in that haunted house? I get it. That's it!
0: For the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A new beginning, which should have been called a new new beginning, I guess. This is a prequel to the movie that we just discussed. So we see uh, Leatherface in his experimental artist phase. <laughs> Arlie Ermey back. His blue
1: period, yeah.
0: More hots. We're back in. Jordana Brewster and Matt Bomer both went on to be icon awesome. hot people. Um, yeah, so we'll be back tomorrow for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. New beginning. We're moving rapidly through the Texas Chainsaws. The next franchise up. All of Phantasm with our friend and guest host, Carmelita Valdez-McCoy. Uh, and then after that, Alex and I will be back to finish Scream 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. So stay ahead of us. If you guys want the uh, the schedule, it's on all of our socials. You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com if you can't find it. Uh, also, a great way to know everything about the show, support the show, have authorship of the show, go to patreon.com slash uh to make this show exactly what you want it to be, what you need it to be. We appreciate you guys. We love you for doing all of this October Madness with great. us. We'll be back tomorrow for another Texas Chainsaw Massacre because we just can't get enough of them. We just can't. We're glad this case is
1: delight.
0: So that's it for us, the Film Alchemist. I'm
1: Josh Griffey. I'm Alex Teodita. We'll see you tomorrow. You're telling me the state police just wiped their hands of this? Like, eh, it's fine.
0: Yes, I'm telling you the state police just wiped their hands. I mean, wiped their hands <laughs>